Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out nhte.net and be sure you are subscribing to the podcast. If you're already doing so, thank you and tell your friends to do so as well. You can talk with other listeners and even past guests from this show in our Facebook group, which is called NHTE Listeners. There's a link to it at nhte.net. And if you've got questions or comments that you would rather send right to me instead of posting in there, the email address is podcast at nhte.net. Joining me today on location in Miami, Florida, my guest is a singer, speaker, and the founder of the Rebirth Movement. She has been singing professionally for approximately 20 years and was a contestant on NBC Telemundo's American Spanish Language Singing Competition, La Vaz. She has also shared the stage with some Latin music legends, two of which have called her the voice of Mexico. She has created concerts that she calls Foster Nights, which she will also talk about today. She is originally from Mexico and has also been on the show Latin American Idol, and her songs have been featured in TV shows and Latin American soap operas. She has 16,000 subscribers to her YouTube channel, where she has gotten more than 6.2 million views for her videos, and last year she had 1 million streams on Spotify alone. You've been hearing a song of hers called Permission to Fly. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Adriana Foster. Thank you so much, Bruce. It's such a pleasure to be here. It sounds super cool, everything you said. <laughs> Doesn't it? Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank <laughs> that's you a, so that's a much. Lot. You know, I think that, that until you hear it from someone else, you don't really like realize, like, oh, that sounds super cool. I'll bet. I'll <laughs> bet. You, you know, it's life. It's just when you do what you love, you, it's just a matter of keep taking action and keep doing and then it just piles up and just it's yeah it's, it's a like beautiful you thing. you celebrate the wins in the moment yes. and then you just kind of keep moving ahead and exactly. until someone stops and either asks you or you have to put it all together you say i guess i have done a lot well we've got so lots and you. lots to talk about but first let's have you start off by telling the listeners about the song of yours that was just playing called permission to fly thank you i love that song permission to fly i think it's a a summary of what have, my life has been in terms of my relationship with music and not just so with music, but my relationship with my talents, right? I think that we as human beings, we are brought up in an environment where we learn how to ignore the things that we're good at, right? Because there's so many expectations from our parents, from our family, from society, and from how we think things should be, right? And sometimes our dreams, our wildest dreams are just like, a, what? No, like, what are we talking about? Like, we see the most crazy things, right? In my case, you know, my parents supported me with music, my parents supported me with with, with everything, but there, there was still like a part of me that suffered from the I'm not enough symptom, mm. right? The I'm, I'm not enough... Um, idea and it, it took me a while and maybe we can get into this later in my personal journey in my emotional mental in, including my health journey to get to the point where I felt completely secure and happy that I gave myself permission to be myself mm. right that I didn't have to com comply with people's expectations or you know outside um, criteria that I could be myself and accept myself and you know, let go of the idea that if people reject me is death, right? That I can just be myself and show myself as authentically and vulnerable as possible. 
So that's what this song talks about, right? Wow. And and most of the times we're looking for something else to fulfill that that void of ourselves. So you would see that people are looking to create success, money, 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 success, fame, or the relationship or the weight, you know, I want to lose weight or the body or, you know, we're looking from outside sources of instant gratification. This is how addictions are born. This is how all of these toxic environments and behaviors are born without noticing and realizing that really all that we need is just to come back to ourselves. All that we need is within us. And this is what this song talks about, right? In my experience, the moment that I was able to look at myself in the mirror and see that everything that I was looking for was just right there, it's always been there, right? It's, it was like a beautiful moment of peace and freedom that I was like, oh, okay, so now I can give myself permission to be myself. Well, you're right, because <laughs> instead of looking in the mirror, we look at everybody else and see that reflection and say, are they pleased with what I'm doing? Am exactly. I making them happy? Instead of, like you said, looking in the mirror and saying, well, wait a minute, never mind all those people. Am I making myself happy? Exactly. Is it? Is this what I want? Um, is this a life that I want to live? Am I? Am I taking decisions and actions every day to fulfill me, not to fulfill everyone else, right? And believe me, it's a very, very challenging journey, uh, especially, you know, being parents. I have a seven-year-old daughter, eight-year-old daughter, actually, she's just her name. Um, and being a mom, it's such a pressure, right? Because you have this idea that moms sacrifice everything for their kids and you know, it's just we live in a society that nobody teaches you that the source of all your happiness, all your success and fulfillment in the world and your ability to serve others and give your entire love to them is within you. Mm. It's you being happy with yourself, you living your life for yourself and you being a priority for yourself. Healthy love, being able to love others it's not possible if you don't learn how to love yourself first. And I that's know that right. sounds very cliche, but I promise you it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what this song talks about. Permission to fly. <laughs> well, Adrienne, I've got a lot that I want to talk to you about. But first, I want to ask the audience, have you checked out the exclusive bonus audio with guests from the show over on Patreon yet? At the beginning of 2020, I overhauled the Patreon for Now Hear This Entertainment so that you can get bonus content that is ad-free only through that method and all for just five bucks a month. So Adriana and I will be talking about even more over on there. Plus, there are already audio files up there from the last three-plus months worth of guests dating back to the episode that was released on Christmas Day. Hit the show website, nhte.net, and then click on the orange-colored Support Us on Patreon button for access and more details. Okay, Adriana, so let's start with someone who has been called the voice of Mexico being here in Miami. <laughs> a lot know, of right? times on the show, I'm asking a guest when and why they moved to, say, Los Angeles or Nashville. So in your case, when and why did you leave Mexico to come all the way to Miami? Right. So I came to Miami when I was 13 years old. I've been singing professionally since I was 12. That's wow. been my career. Yes. Uh, I'm 33 now, so it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I came to Miami because I guess life and opportunities started opening up here. I was very, very lucky to meet um, Barry White's son. His name is Barry Ivan White. He, he, I met him in a concert and he was like my godfather, right? And he discovered me, for lack of a better term, and he was the one that empowered my parents 
to support me and even open the door to like this career that we, you know, I, I sang my whole life, but we, we didn't really have an idea of how the entertainment business Where, worked. where was that that he We met him you? at Cancun when I was uh, 11. Wow. And I sang at his concert. Actually, the story... So are you talking about the, the Barry White or are you talking about who discovered you? The son. The son okay. of the Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a cold, I can get down there. I know, and, I know. Like I do it. I have this, I have awesome. this Barry White voice when I'm sick. It really, it's good. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, right? His son. His son is the one that discovered me. And actually, later on, uh, when we finish the show, I can tell you a little bit more about that in mm-hmm. the Patreon content. That would be awesome mm-hmm. of how the story is. It's like, I promise it's like a movie. Anyway, he discovered me and, um, well, he, he told my parents. He was like, listen, this this girl has a lot of talent. What are you going to do with her? And he connected me with my vocal coach here that she already passed away. Her name is Gina Moretta. Uh, and okay. she was the vocal coach of a lot of great big singers. And I came here to study, to study my voice, to study my instrument. Wow. And that's wow. why, I mean, she lived here. Yeah. That's why we came to Miami and, you know, life started happening from okay. there. I like that you said we came to Miami because all this time I'm like, wait a minute. I know at 12 she didn't come here by herself. <laughs> no, 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 no. My parents and I, my parents moved here uh, to Miami. They, I love my family. Everybody supported me. My sister, my brother, everybody was like, yeah, let's do this. And we just came here and we stayed here. We, we used to travel back and forth. Um but yeah, it's been it's been a journey. Wow, yeah. wow. Well, in a little bit, I'm going to be telling the listeners where they can find all things Adriana Foster online. But in looking on iTunes, I see your album from 2017 called Only You Can Make a Difference, which I believe was your first English language album. Yes. And by the way, wow, 13 songs yes. on that. So where are you in 2020 as it relates to potential new original music from Adriana Foster? Oh, my God. So I have a new album in Spanish coming out probably in the next two months. And okay. I will be sharing that with you when okay. I have the actual date. So you can help me promote <laughs> it. And maybe we can do another interview about that. Um, and I am uh, this year I'm recording. I'm starting to record on June my next English album. Wow. I'm very excited that wow. most likely will come out in 2021. Super wow. excited about that. But yeah, my 2017 album was a dream come true because my whole career has been Spanish. However, my dream since I was a little girl was to sing in English. And mm. I, I mean, I love my Spanish community. I love them. I, you know, I, I love singing in Spanish. But there's something about the English language that is just it's so yummy to sing. I don't know why. <laughs> now, let me let me interrupt you for a minute. It's so yeah. funny to hear you say that because I went to your YouTube channel and I was watching the very first video I came to. And I blew it up full screen, and I'm like, she looks beautiful. She sounds beautiful. I have no idea what she's saying. <laughs> and it's a, like it's a really nice, nicely done video. The production is really – so it, you know, so it's a good visual. Um, but there you were singing in Spanish. I'm like, I have no idea what she's saying, but I'm going to watch it anyways. Yeah, well, that's good, good to <laughs> so know. So it's funny Thank for you, you to say the opposite, you know, yes, or it's like, yes. oh, English no. is – I think I love both, but it's just the feeling of singing in English is beautiful. And also, you know, for me, it's it's like um, like an honor. I feel humbled when I'm able to sing in another language that it's not my own mm-hmm. because people can, a lot of people that don't speak Spanish, we'll talk about worldwide, can listen to what I'm saying and I can reach mm. to them. And I think that was that was really the reason why. 
I think that, you know, we all know that English is the universal language. Yeah. So um, being able to do that, I mean, able to achieve that and, and, and also transitioning from writing in Spanish to writing in English. Mm -hmm. That was a huge, huge success for me. Like that was like, oh, my God, I'm so proud of myself because, you know, my main language is in Spanish. I think in Spanish. I express myself in Spanish. So learning how to do that without translating, like writing from I scratch, see, my see. feelings in I English. See. It was like a huge, huge okay. uh, tell, tell the listeners the look I got on my face when you started to say it. I'm like, wait, what's the big deal? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, oh, okay, now I get it because your thoughts originate in Spanish and you're right. going, no, my thoughts were originating in English and I'm just putting pen to paper and boom, there they are. There's exactly. the thoughts flowing in English. Right, and I think that all the listeners that are artists and songwriters or, or creatives in, in general, right, they will understand that the creative process, it's not in the mind, it's not in the left side of the brain, it's in the right side of the brain, which is the emotion, right? So, the ability to be able to translate your emotions into words, into visual, right? Whatever art you're doing, it's a beautiful gift. So now imagine that you change the language of that. Mm -hmm. Like you do it in a different... It's For me, it was just a great accomplishment. That that, that album, regardless of whatever success or whatever, how many people listen to it, it's like my biggest accomplishment. Because it's like, wow. yes, I wow. was able That's to put my heart into a different language and it sounds pretty. <laughs> <laughs> But see, I like that you're extending it to all forms of art because I'm thinking of someone who paints And like, I'm left-handed. So if I, and I can't paint, by the way, to save my <laughs> life. But if I did, and all of a sudden you told me, well, you know all about painting, Bruce, and you're a very good painter, but here, now paint with your right hand. I'd exactly. go, ooh, hold on a second. This is yes. going to require a lot more concentration and a lot more time. A lot more time and a lot more dedication. However, I believe that you could probably succeed if, mm -hmm, because of mm -hmm. the love that you have for, for your art. Well, right? I'll tell you what, I want to back up and commend you because the fact that you have a new Spanish Spanish language album coming out in a couple months and then you're going to turn right around and go in and start working on a new English language album give yourself some credit there thank that's you. a that's a lot of work to to do so continuously so fast thank you so much thank you um Yes, it is. And I think that also um, as a creative, and again, this is for all the people that are listening that are creatives, I want you to like go in your heart and tell me if you agree with me or not in this, right? You cannot stop creating. If you stop creating, you die. Like creation, writing, singing, painting, poetry, whatever it is that you do, right, as an artist, if you stop doing it, it's like you stop living. It's not about, and this is, this is also what Permission to Fly talks about, right? It's not about the result. It's not about the success, quote unquote, that you can create. It's not even about the plan or the agenda that you can have with your art. It's about the action of creating art, mm. right? Just the action of creating art is how you exercise your purpose in life. Whatever happens with that art, however many people hear it, that, that's not of your business. That's not wow. what you can control. That's just part of how, you know, uh, what happens and in, in the, the wave that that creates. It's like imagine a ripple. So w what I have to do as a human being and my responsibility with myself and my self-fulfillment is just throwing the stone. However many ripples that creates, that's not on my business. Uh, that's just okay. for my ego. I like that. Right? I like that. Egos, we, wow. we want to know, oh, uh, how many people listen in? And I have this yeah. many, you know, followers and blah, blah, blah. Like, I had no idea that I had 16,000 followers on my YouTube channel <laughs> when you said it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> right? But that's ego. And it's okay. It's not a big deal. But my point is that you cannot stop creating. If you stop creating, you die. And you disconnect yourself from your purpose in life. Okay. So remind me to come back to that. 
when I turn the microphones off. So not even on Patreon, but after that, yes. we're going to talk about that. Okay, awesome. Uh, yes. In the meantime, speaking of your original music, I mentioned back in the intro that in 2019 alone, you had 1 million streams on Spotify, not to mention that overall, and you just said it, but it bears repeating because this is tremendous. Overall, your YouTube channel has gotten 6.2 million views and has 16,000 subscribers. So where I'm going with this is any tips for one or both of those platforms that you can share that would benefit anyone out there in the audience who is an up-and-coming performer that, you know, I, I, I get what you're saying about the ego, but I think where we have to look at this is, well, I have to know, is my music being consumed? And if so, to what extent? Absolutely. And separate the ego from it. It's just a measuring tool that's it's available tool. in the music community for those of us that are in the music community to look and say, okay, what do I need to shift because my YouTube channel is a bust? Or in this case, wow, my YouTube channel is doing really well. It must be because I this, or I'm doing well on, well on Spotify. It's probably because I that. Right. Absolutely. I agree with you. My, you know, what I have learned, I don't even want to say my recommendation because it's just something that I've learned, right? Is that it's very important that you share yourself as authentically and as raw and as vulnerable as you can. My, in my experience, strategy to fit the market does not work. I have the honor to know a lot of great musicians. I've worked with many, 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 many musicians. And there's a drummer here in Miami. His name is Lee Levin. He has worked with everybody, when like Barbara Streisand, Bee Gees, all these mm. people, right? And I remember back in the day when I was doing Only You Can Make a Difference, he was the one that put the drums in the, in the album. And I took it to him and I was like, yeah, because I have this idea and the market and whatever. And he looked at me and he said, Adriana, don't chase the market. Let the market chase you. Mm. And I was like, oh, so wow. true. Right? Wow. So don't chase the market. Let the market chase you. Now, what do you have to do? Find who you are. Find your voice. Because your voice has a specific contribution that people are waiting and need to hear. Everybody's voice is different. And when I say voice, I'm not only talking about singing voice. I'm talking about identity. Oh, sure, sure. Right? Share your proposal. If you think it's way out there, if you think it's crazy, it doesn't matter. Share it because you will find your market. There is millions of people in this world. And sometimes we feel like, oh, we want to fit in the same market that Beyonce or Sade or no. You can have your market. Now, if you try to imitate or try to comply with Beyonce's or Sade's or whatever artist structure you will be behind them mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. find your voice find your authentic self share your proposal and very important be consistent yeah i love that that's that's one that i always tell people is be consistent and i love that you were just saying boy i wish i could remember who said this there was someone that i just interviewed recently where they said the minute you're trying to imitate someone else, you're already behind because it's already been done. Of it's course. been done by the person that you're trying to imitate. It's been done. And I promise you, your creative, I, I like to call them your creative juices, are dying to show you who you are. And this new beautiful proposal that has nothing to do with structure, agenda, promotion, marketing, blah, 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 not, nothing. Nada que ver, like we say in Spanish, right? So... Right. Number one, find who you are. Number two, remember your voice. Number three, share it. Number four, keep sharing it. 
Keep yep. sharing it. Yep. Consistency. And if you have one view, it doesn't matter. Because the next video you, you show up or the next song that, that you post, you know what's going to have? Two views. And then three. And then 20. And then 100. And then thousands. And you never know. You never know. Well, and you're going to learn each time. You're going to take something away from each experience and pour that into the next one. Exactly. You know, for, for the longest time, the Now Hear This Entertainment Instagram account I was operating it in a way that it was someone else operating it, talking about today Bruce interviewed singer Adriana Foster, and it was me writing it. And I finally talked to a young person who was a guest <laughs> on the show, and they're like, no, stop doing that. Stop doing that. <laughs> right. You got to write it as yourself and, and be your own voice. Be your and own so voice now, and be vulnerable be, because people like connecting with Bruce. They're yeah. not connecting with Bruce's manager or Bruce's agent. They, I want to connect the, with and you. And the funny part about it is now when I see other people doing it, I saw one the other day where I was saying, like, this looks weird because I think it's actually her and she's making it sound like someone else is doing it. And so right. I love that you're saying find your voice because I, I had to I had to walk through that myself. Absolutely. Um, you were on and sorry, I, I don't speak Spanish, so I'm probably not going to say this as, as beautifully <laughs> as you will. You were on La Vaz, which yes. I, I know that that's Spanish for the voice. Yes. You were on La Vaz and on, say it for me, I hear you say it. La Vaz. Oh, my gosh. It was like <laughs> 25 times better. You, watch, I'm going to change my voice as I say this. You were on... La Voz. And on Latin American <laughs> Idol. <laughs> when did those each take place? And then also just talk about your experience being on both of those shows. Absolutely. Well, I was not on Latin American Idol. My song, one of my greatest hit song that's called uh, Pienso en Ti, has been sang in Latin American Idol wow. many, 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 wow. many times. I was on La Voz recently, uh, the first uh, season of the Spanish version of The Voice because The Voice did a Spanish version in the Latin American um, community with Telemundo for kids, La Voz kids, right? But they did not do it for adults up until last year. So, so, kid, the, so the participants on the show were kids. Yeah, in, in, huh. the, in the Spanish version they right. did a couple of years ago. Right. Now, hmm. last year they did the first season, which right now there's a second season, of La Voz for Adults. So it's like okay. The Voice, but in Spanish, La okay. Voz. And it was amazing. It was awesome. It was one of the greatest, greatest, greatest experiences of my entire life. I, wow. I promise you, it was so much fun. You know, my experience with La Voz was that I got reconnected with my why. Why do I sing? You know, most of the kids there were kids. There were 18, 19, 20. I'm 33. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that I'm old, but, you know, it's a difference of age. And... When I saw their enthusiasm and I saw their, you know, their raw uh, essence of the purpose, I was like, oh, my God. Yes, I remember. I remember yeah. when I was 19 and I, I had used to that. be like that. I used to be like that. So it just, it was a food I for my soul. It re-energized soul. you. It re-energized it. me and it. it reconnected me with like, no, 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 wait, no, no, no. We're, we're singing because we love grabbing my guitar and, and expressing my emotions, not because we have this agenda of marketing, blah, 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 you know? So it really opened up my beginner's mind. I now, love it. Now, where do they film that show? Here in Miami. Oh, they do? Yes, okay. here okay. in Miami. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And then when I got eliminated, I remember that I posted a video. A lot of people were angry and whatever. And, you know, it's it's a show. It's not necessarily a talent show. It's a show. It's a reality That's show. Right. It's a game. You just need to learn how to play it, right? <laughs> and I told everybody, it's like, you know how I feel? I feel like my, do- like my daughter feels when she's on the playground and I tell her, it's time to go home. And she's like, no, I don't mm. want to go home. That's how I felt. I'm like, I don't want to go home. That's a good comparison. Right, because I was having so much fun. But, you wow. know, it was a great experience. I'm so grateful. The production was amazing. The people there are awesome. 
I'm telling you, I'm anybody that's listening, if you ever have the opportunity to get on the auditions, go. I auditioned three times for The Voice. I've never been in there. And then I auditioned for La Voz and I got in there. Like, just just do it. Don't think about, again, don't think about the result. Don't think about the, the what can happen. Just do it for the fun of it. Exercise your gift and your purpose in life, which is your talent. But see, I would think that someone like yourself would have had the upper hand because you do have so much more experience and because you're an adult, whereas you go up against 18, 19 year olds. Sure. You know, there's going to be some of them that are really talented, have really good voices, but you're going to be a lot more level headed about the whole thing. And you're going to understand that it's a show. It's like, um, Alison Porter. She won the voice. She was on this show on episode 316, and she, I talked with her when we did our interview for Now Hear This Entertainment about the fact that she had all this experience behind her. She'd been on Broadway. She was a child actor. And I said that had to help you once the cameras started rolling. And I'm thinking in your case, wait a minute, don't sell yourself short because you're 33 or you know, maybe when you did it, you were 32 or 31 and kids were 18 or 19 because I look at it more as they should look and say, oh, darn it. There's a ringer here. There's someone that's been singing professionally for 20 years. Right. Absolutely. And I think that how it how it happened is that I was a mentor for a lot of them. Not only, you know, uh, in the in the singing and the stage presence and all of it, but also emotionally. And for me, it was such a beautiful, beautiful gift. And I also believe that, you know, it has a lot to do with what people are looking for and, and the record companies in specific are looking for and also the show is looking for. So... I did not take personal at all my elimination of the show. I think it was perfect. I loved the girl who won. I think that she deserved it beautifully. I I was so happy. I was so happy. What a wonderful attitude. It was a beautiful experience. Beautiful experience. That's so refreshing to hear. (laughs) Thank you. Let's get into something that I mentioned back in the intro, which is your foster nights, what you call an immersive concert experience. Yes, my baby. I love my foster nights. My foster nights was born from all my craziness. So... Okay, so my idea of a concert, right, I've always thought this, is that it's an experience where you get to disconnect from your mind and connect with your feelings, right? Have you ever gone to a concert that the singer, the artist just makes you go to a different level of spiritual, emotional connection that you just feel like you're going to explode? And you don't want to leave and, and you, you don't, don't want the concert to end. you don't want to leave. You don't <laughs> want to go back to your life where everything is like meaningless, Right. <laughs> That is how I feel a concert should be. That is my idea of an experience of a concert, right? So now imagine that in that concert, it could be personalized for a specific topic and that you as a human being, you know, Bruce wants a birthday party or an event with now here this entertainment and you want to talk about resilience, you know, with artists. What if I could create the concert, the content, the songs around that topic and get people to connect, have breakthroughs and make decisions right then and there. Something that could potentially change their lives, right? I like that. That is what Foster Nights is. And yeah, because otherwise somebody could be up there singing a song that... You came to the concert, you're in a great mood, and all of a sudden they're singing about something that you're going, boy, oh boy. Right, right. You're like or, walking out or right, leaving or, angry. Exactly. Or, you know, you have this great experience and then you come out and that's it. You just had the great experience. What if you can come out and say, you know what? This person inspired me to the core and what she said about resilience is true. And now I'm going to go and record my album and put it mm. out there. and blah, blah. You're changing lives, right? As you're doing it. And music gets to places in our body, our brain, our heart that, that words will never never will right mm-hmm. so that's why i create a foster nights and it's a combination of just music with a purpose just 
uh, creating beautiful interactions of, of love, um, inspiration, and laughter because I'm also very funny. I should be a stand-up comedian. <laughs> and people just have a lot of fun, and, and I do it with specific topics. So I do it with, you know, private events, birthday parties, anniversaries, you, you name it. Um, I do it with corporations. I work a lot with corporations. They take me to conferences and, you know, for, for their events, yearly events. And I also work with nonprofits, and I also do public ones. So I'm working on the public wow. ones. Probably wow. this year I'm going to do two or three. But the idea is to create an experience where you get to to tap into a specific thing in your life that you want to create. And that's why I call it Foster Nights, because I foster a specific environment of connection and breakthrough. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I'm joined today on location in Miami, Florida by singer Adriana Foster. Visit her official website at adrianafoster.com. And that's Adriana with two N's. I will put a link to it on the show page for this episode at nhte.net. Once you land there, you will find links to engage with Adriana on social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. You can follow her on Spotify, but support Adriana by purchasing her music, which would benefit her more. You can do so from Apple Music, which is iTunes, or get it from Amazon. Of course, keep up with her on her website so you can see where and when you can go see her perform live, as well as for news about her new music that you heard her talking about. I mentioned earlier about the Patreon for this show. Check out the bonus audio, ad-free, by going to the show website, nhte.net, and hit the orange-colored Support Us on Patreon button. It's only 5 bucks a month. And don't forget that another way you can support this show is through your regular everyday purchases from Amazon. It's no extra cost to you, so you're able to support NHTE without taking extra money out of your pocket. Just go to the show website, nhte.net, scroll down to the tall Amazon banner, and then once you click that, it will open their shopping app if you're on your phone, or it'll open their website if you're on your computer. Either way, at the end of the transaction, they will kick back a small percentage of the sale to me, which helps with the expenses I have for putting out a new episode of this show every week. And no, I don't even see what you bought. So thanks for your support of the show through the exclusive ad-free bonus audio on Patreon or by starting your online shopping through my Amazon banner. Adriana, I mentioned back in the intro that two Latin music legends have referred to you as, quote, the voice of Mexico, unquote. So under what circumstances did those come out and how did that make you feel? <laughs> honored a lot of pressure oh my god mixed emotions <laughs> i think you know i again i have i have had the amazing um i would say i don't even i don't even know to call it luck because it's more than luck it's it's a blessing that god has given me the opportunity to meet and work and participate and experience incredible incredible people um when I released my first album in Mexico, the way that we did it was, you know, bringing again a new genre. I opened up in Mexico the the idea of being able to merge big band with pop. And this is mm. Pien Senti, the song that was in Latin American Idol. And it was something that people were not expecting. Nobody knew about this. And then after I did that, everybody was doing it. So it was great. Um, and when I did it, it was like, wow, a lot of people liked it. A lot of people rejected it. But it was very courageous from all of us, you know, me putting out the production, all the people that supported me. And these two, these two people, Jose Jose and Francisco Zespes, who are you're referring to, they just supported me because they're big, because they're awesome, because they exercise the purpose of their life, which is singing and writing, because they're artists and they do it for the love of the music. And they recognized that love within myself. Mm. So 
They approached me. They supported me. Jose Jose was my career godfather. That's how we call it. So he literally put his name, which is he's one of the greatest, greatest, the biggest singers in the whole Latin market, kind of like Frank Sinatra in the mm. Latin market. He recently passed away. And he became like my father, like a father figure mm. for me. And Francisco Cespedes is one of my best, best, best friends. And I'm, tell I'm talking about people that I grew up listening to that you would never, ever, ever in a million years would ever imagine being able to be that close to them. So... You know, for me, being called the voice of Mexico more than a, a medal or a recognition, it's a, a reminder of what my purpose is. It's a mm -hmm. reminder of the daily work, the daily choice that a I get reminder, to A reminder, I feel like you're saying that in the tone of a responsibility. Yes, it's a reminder of my responsibility that I get to keep serving through my voice. Yeah. Like I get to keep representing what love is through my voice. I get to keep representing what inspiration is and especially what can happen if you believe in your craziness and if you allow yourself, if you give yourself permission to put it out there, to fly, regardless of what the result is. So I love my country. I love my people. And I am, I, I, I carry that with honor and humbleness. And I'm glad that you walked us through that because it's not unlike when I was interviewing Josh Gallagher, hopefully uh, those that are checking out this episode, I heard my interview with him and I asked him, you know, Garth Brooks made a really nice statement about him, something to the extent of, you know, this guy, once he opens his mouth, you know, wow, I'm, I'm getting the quote wrong, but I'll, I'll put a link to his interview so you can go back and, and check that one out. But I asked him, you know, under what circumstances, you know, did you actually meet Garth Brooks? And he's like, well, I was on The Voice and Garth Brooks was like a guest coach. And I was like, okay, I feel kind of stupid right now, but, <laughs> but it, it's, you know, it's neat to hear these stories about, you know, under what circumstances did the because I, I'm imagining especially when you put it in the context of comparable to Frank Sinatra it's like here's someone you grew up listening to your whole life and all of a sudden they tell you that you're the voice of Mexico yeah, exactly it's like oh wait a minute don't me like why what are you talking why, about why, and, why? and and the way that he that he said it was you know you have the responsibility to share it like if you don't share it you are not exercising your purpose in life and you are failing it's not about being heard by millions of people it's about sharing it just mm -hmm. by sharing it you're succeeding and i learned that from them i learned that from, from my personal experience and that's what i want to convey that's a message that foster knights wants to convey everywhere i go nice nice well let's shift over to you being a speaker yay <laughs> for starters let's hear about something i mentioned back in the intro do I just call it the rebirth movement or do I say the hashtag rebirth? Movement? Uh, you can say the hashtag rebirth if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, the rebirth movement is my idea of what it means to remember your voice and share it with the world, right? A lot of us, you know, again, and we can talk more about this in the Patreon content because uh, it's, you know, it's a deeper subject, but I struggled a lot with chronic anxiety and depression when I was a kid and a teenager. And when I was 18 years old, I tried to commit suicide. So my whole journey of mental health has got me to understand the deep meaning of why am I here in this planet you know for many years I just felt like I was a waste of air and I'm just I'm not gonna be here like what's the point right so that connected me really 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 tightly with my purpose and for me what I have experienced is that every time you go through chaos every time you lose something every time you're suffering it's an opportunity to be reborn but now reborn in a different person it's an opportunity to remember who you are and that's what I call a rebirth. And that is what I do in everything. When I speak in public, when I, 
um, work with people on a one-on-one basis, when I sing, it's all about remembering like, no, 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 this is not true. This is true. Work on your truth, share your truth, raise your voice, right? And be loud, which is ultimately I was just going to ask you, um, I was going to ask you, what is the concept of being loud? Is that different from the rebirth? It's the same. It's the same. The rebirth movement is pretty much summarizing who Adriana Foster is, which is a speaker, singer, hypnotherapist that merges all and supports people to remember who they are. And the be loud is just my message, right? I, I, I got an acronym for loud. Loud means loving, open, unapologetic, and deserving. I believe that when you work on yourself and you change your limiting beliefs and you discover, uncover your lies and discover your truths, you will get to a point where you feel loving, open, unapologetic, and deserving. And when you are truly stepping into all those qualities, you become loud, loud with your identity, and you can share that message with the world and inspire others to do the same. Well, and I'm seeing this all coming together now in a nice little package, because if you think back to me asking you, how does that make you feel for legends like that to call you the voice of Mexico? If you go through that loud acronym and you say, yes. Deserving, you say deserving. Love. Oh, you gave me goosebumps. But in a, but in a peaceful way, not a, a peaceful. not an egotistical. Yeah, I deserve it. I, you're darn yeah. right. I'm the voice of Mexico. It's totally different. No, so I, absolutely. I, I love that. And I again, love that acronym. You know, and this is for everybody, every artist that's listening. Right? We talk a lot about the ego. So if you're looking to get results, if you're looking to see how many people are following you on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, and you feel that that determin- determines whether you're successful or not, you're probably exercising your purpose in life from an ego perspective and there's nothing wrong with that but what happens is that that will bring you a lot of pain and that will get you in this rat um, cycle that will never end and will not fulfill you so shifting to the place that you're explaining which is from a place of truth a place of embracing who you are you will stop pretending that anything else outside of you will fulfill you and you will find that place of happiness joy and success within yourself that will eventually bring you probably the success that you've been looking for but it will be organic it'll be a lot more peaceful peaceful organic and sustainable yeah because if 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 all you do is attach to those numbers then guess what it's not it's not going to get you to the happiness that you think it will because you're going to be miserable. You're going to finally hit a 1,000 followers and you're not going to be happy. You're going to say, well, I can't wait till I get to 2,500 and then I can't wait to get to 5,000. Well, why can't you just be content with where you are? Because then what's going to happen? You're going to say, I probably just shouldn't even do this anymore. And exactly. now you're not sharing anymore. Now you've got and all you this music. And you stop sharing. Exactly. Yes, I'm so glad you get it. That is <laughs> a, a trap. Student. It's a, a trap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. The eagle will get you to stop sharing and you know why because the ego is very scared of your light Mm. there's a writer that i absolutely love she was actually candidate for the the president of the united states her name is marianne williamson if you can you know her books are awesome and she has a quote on her book a return to love that i adore it's called it says our biggest fear is not that we are inadequate our biggest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure it is our light not our darkness that most frightens us And that is what ego does. Ego tries to get you away from light because ego thinks that you don't deserve to be that big. So what does hypnotherapy do and and how does it help people? And then I guess where does it fit in with everything that we've been talking about? Absolutely. Hypnotherapy is a technique that allows you to tap into your unconscious implicit memories 
that are programmed with limiting beliefs that do not allow you to tap into your greatness, mm -hmm. right? Through hypnotherapy, okay. you can reprogram that and you can step into your truth. And the way it fits is that when I sing, when I speak, I inspire people by doing that in masses. But there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, I'm inspired, but I don't know how to do this. I'm struggling with depression. I'm struggling with anxiety. I'm struggling with all of this. How do I do this? And I see a specific amount of people on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Unfortunately, right now, I cannot see that many because in the past, that was like what I did. But now I'm very focused on Foster Nights, my singing career and the, the speaking in public. So I have a very limited time of, you know, for hypnotherapy. But I do. And I help people. And, you know, it's it's really, really cool to see that transformation and to, to work with people mm -hmm. that they thought that they, they never even knew who they were and they can change their lives. Wonderful. Wonderful. Listeners, you heard me talk for the longest time about the speaking engagement in Vegas. And once this episode airs, I will have already gone and come back and you know that i will have read extensively the excess vegas newsletter and then guess what will be next planning another trip out to vegas i'm not someone who goes there like all the time and is crazy and just you know is is a regular at all these places but whether you go once a year or whether you go six times a year you need to read the excess vegas newsletter to get the insider tips from people who are there from people who have been publishing this for many years and for people that want to help you save time and money and maximize your trip, even if you've never been there and you just are fascinated by the idea of Las Vegas. If you're a performer and you say, is there any shot for me to perform there? Someone like Adriana, you should be performing in Las Vegas. Let's do it. And so I encourage everybody who has a twinkle in their eye about Las Vegas to read the Access Vegas newsletter and get all these tips because once you get out there, it can be very overwhelming and they're helping you navigate through your time out there. Go to the show website, nhte.net, click on the Access Vegas logo and put in the code BRUCE to get $5 off at sign up. This comes to your email box. It's not a short little email that you read and then you move on to the next one. You're clicking links to go to their website and then you're just getting totally immersed in lots and lots of great content. Access Vegas is the newsletter that I get and that I read and that I'm encouraging you to sign up for as well. Go to nhte.net, click on their logo, and go to their website to sign up. Put in the code BRUCE to get $5 off. Now, Adriana, we've covered an awful lot of ground. There are even some highlights of yours that, unfortunately, we didn't even get to. Is there one particular experience that you've had that really stands out as one of the fondest memories of your singing career? The fondest memories of my singing career? Um, I think it was in 2015 when I did my first uh, motivational concert that now I call Foster Nights, the first concert where I merged purpose with singing. Um, I had no idea what I was doing. I just had this crazy idea and I said, let's put a concert together. And we did. And it sold out in like a week. And I was like, okay. And I stepped wow. into the into the stage and what we created was magical. Like the way that people connected, it was just it was just like coming back home. Have you ever been on a trip that it was like so exhausting and then you come back home and you go into your bed and you're like, ah, oh, this is where I belong. That's exactly how I felt. And that's when I knew I'm like, this is what I get to do. This is what I'm going to do. It was just amazing. It was a beautiful, beautiful experience. That was here in Miami? That was here in Miami. Yeah, it was my first, you know, it was like one day I woke up and I was like, I know what I have to do. 
And I just did it. And it was great. And then from there, you know, like you said, we started putting structure because, yes, things have to have structure. You have to do something with some sort of strategy. But the strategy is not attached to how great you feel, right? That's what I'm, I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So I just started exercising my purpose in life. And, and that's what I do every day of my life, Bruce. Even here in this interview, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for, for allowing me to speak every time I have an opening to share my message. All I want to do is to share with others that your ideas, your gifts matter. And there's people out there waiting, dying to hear what you have to say, what your identity and your truth has to say, because that will inspire others to do the same. And I believe that that can change the world. Well, and now you can tell people, look, I practice what I preach because you talked earlier in the interview about not putting limits on yourself. And so if you had gotten that idea about these foster nights and then said, well, I, I can't do that because it doesn't matter if it was one reason or five reasons of why it'll never work. Then how could you go and tell everybody the things that you've been talking about in these interviews? And people will say, well, what about you? What have you done? Exactly. Well, I've been I've recorded some albums. I've been in some TV shows. But it's like, well, yeah, a lot of singers have done that. But what what makes you different? And so now here you are backing this all up and saying, for instance, I woke up with this idea one day and I did it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I do walk the talk. I do. I'm a very courageous woman. And again, I have a lot of support and I have created that also with my decisions with choosing to be with the people that I am around. And I think that, you know, in a certain way, we do that all the time. I really believe that the reason that why you and I are here today, it has a bigger purpose that we might never see it and it's none of our business. But the most important thing is when you are able to tap into into who you are and you put yourself out there. It's like a light that attracts other people with the same light. And that's how opportunities are born. Again, you have to walk the talk. You have to be vulnerable. You have to risk. And you have to do it from a place of truth. Well, and it's not unlike, and I don't want to make this about me, but I did the closing keynote in our nation's capital a uh, year and a half ago, I think, at DC Podfest. Oh, wow. And what I talked about was why what we do matters. Oh, yeah. And so... My point being that every time, and I was telling other podcasters, every time you sit down at the microphone, you know, you do need, you, like you just said, why are you and I here together today doing this? We might not never know. And I was basically saying it might be that person who is listening in Austria that hears the interview that learns something from Bruce or learns something from Adriana and it really helps them in their career. I wish they would send me an email yes, and say that, that was awesome. great. It really helped. But it's that one person that I might help with this show that, you know, thank you to that person for giving up 45, 50, 55 minutes of your time to listen to Now Hear This Entertainment. And that's why I keep doing the show is because if it helps somebody, if it entertains somebody, even if it's just the entertainment part that helps them, maybe they're really down and they say, well, I get a lot of enjoyment out of listening to these interviews. Fantastic. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I have goosebumps. That's exactly <laughs> how it is. And. Again, that person in Austria that might change their lives based on this interview, that's none of our business. Our business is to get up every day and choose to share our talents, which is what you do every week with this beautiful podcast, which is what I do every day with my voice, which is what I'm asking for all of our listeners, whether you're an artist or not, just share your talents. We all have talents and they're needed. They're here for a reason. 
that's how we're going to change the world. That's how we're going to make a difference. Awesome. Awesome. We're going to close today with another song of yours, Yay. one called Nothing Better. Yes. Before you and I go over and record the exclusive bonus audio content for Patreon, tell the audience about this song, Nothing Better. Nothing Better is a song that I wrote with my friend Vicente Viloria. He's a Venezuelan amazing songwriter. And it speaks about what happens when you step into that boldness and you believe that everything can happen because that's the truth. Everything in life can happen only if you believe that it can, right? If your perception is that it can, things will come to you. Opportunities will come to you. It's like a lifestyle. It's a, it's a, it's a mindset. And there's nothing better than living your life, the life that you want, creating the miracles that you want. There's really nothing better. There's not a better feeling in this world than the freedom of knowing that you are in an ownership of your life and that life is awesome. So that's why I love the song. It's really, really fun. You know, the song, I, I when I hear it, it puts me in a beautiful mood. And I really hope that it does that for all of you. You mentioned that your co-writer is Venezuelan. Is Venezuelan. He, is he here in the yes, States? Yes, he's oh, here okay. in Miami. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. He's one of my best friends. And he, co- yeah, he, he wrote a bunch of the songs with me on this album. He co-produced it with, with my ex-husband, Landy Mosqueda, which is a producer of the show. I mean, of the album. And it was a beautiful Beautiful album. I encourage you all to listen to it and Spotify or buy it in iTunes. Um, but you know, how wonderful to hear you say that you love the song every time you hear it because so many songwriters, they'll create a song, they release it, they hype it. And then once it's out there, it's almost like they forget about it. And you ask them about their own music and they say, well, I don't listen to my own stuff. I mean, that's kind of weird, isn't it? And it's like, <laughs> why is it weird? It's weird that you oh don't. <laughs> I know. Well, I listen to my stuff all the time. I mean, I, I do. And this song hypes me up. There's so many songs on this album. There's a song there that I wrote to my daughter um, uh, that is just an anthem for her. And it's just, again, your art is your gift. You know, why not? surround yourself with it all the time and feel proud of it well listen i've said for a while i used to say it jokingly and now i say it seriously that there's that expression out there the gift of gab and i truly feel that god blessed me with the gift of gab and that using that gift using all this amazing technology that i have all the equipment that i have from Tascam, and using the six years that i've been podcasting that it's what helps me deliver a good product every week and so why laugh it off and why make excuses for it i feel like it's a gift that i've been given and of course you know working as an artist manager working as a publicist i know kind of what the music community is looking for so i mean there is that part of it that goes into it but i don't joke anymore when i say the gift of gab because it's something that i've been given that i'm using so that it will help other people absolutely and this is how you're making a difference in the world you are walking the talk like there's nothing else that you can do like change is not global not one person is going to go out there and change the world change is within us if i walk the talk if you get up every day and exercise your gift by sharing your message in this beautiful podcast that is how you're helping the world and you're inspiring others like me like all your listeners to do the same and I'm telling you, people, we can do this. We got this. <laughs> nice. This has been wonderful. Yay, I'm glad we did this. So thank you, Adriana. So it was thank really you. great to meet you. Really great to meet you. Super grateful with you, your audience. And I'm sending all my beautiful light to all of us, all of them that are um, listening. And thank you. Thank you so much. And support. Support the show. This is the type of shows we need. <laughs> yes, please support thank it. You. Thank you. Listeners, that will do it for another episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to, I was saying singer and speaker, I should say singer, songwriter, and speaker, Adriana Foster. Do visit her official website, which is adrianafoster.com. And again, that's Adriana with two N's. 
And I will have a link to her website from the show page for this episode at nhte.net. And then once you land on adrianafoster.com, look for the icons so that you can go and connect with her on social media. So that means like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to Adriana's YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell her you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Keep in mind that, yes, you can follow Adriana on Spotify, but a better way to support her is to purchase downloads of her music from the likes of Apple Music or Amazon. Be sure to also keep up with Adriana online so you can see where and when you can see her perform live. And, of course, get in touch with her about booking Adriana for speaking or for a Foster Night performance and keep up with her online to learn about the new music that she will be releasing that you heard her talk about. Don't forget that Adriana and I will have some extra conversation over in the bonus content that's only available exclusively through Patreon. There's already similar audio up there from the last three plus months worth of guests. It's only five bucks a month and it's ad free and that's the only place you can get it. Go to the show website, nhte.net, hit the orange colored support us on Patreon button and that will take you to where you can gain access to the exclusive content. Remember also about scrolling down on nhte.net to the tall Amazon banner to start all of your shopping through them that way so that they can kick back a small percentage of the sale to help me with all the expenses I have for doing this show every week for what is more than six years now. For now, that will do it for episode 322. Thanks ever so much for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Adriana Foster. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Nothing Better. can happen no matter what you think the questions will be answered and if it's good or bad you'll see it depends on you and only you and it depends on you All your ambitions and the road has many puzzles, and all the pain and love you take, it depends on you. There's no
Woo!